Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. I always like to start with something interesting. And now, do you really know what the GPT means at the end of chat GPT? Okay, I'm going to tell you in a second. But this past week, dictionary.com, they added a few words to this list so that this way we are just a little bit more in the know. So what about that GPT? Anyone? Anyone? Okay, it means generative pre-trained transformer. No wonder why we say GPT. So if you've ever chatted with a smart online customer service uh, rep and you thought, is this a human or is this a bot? Well, you were talking to GPT. All right. How, do, how about an LLM? No, not a multi-level marketing. No, an LLM. That stands for Large Language Model. See, don't you feel smarter right now? So if you've used ChatGPT, that's what the data is based off of. Now, what about generative AI? That's AI that can generate new content. Wow. See, mind blown. You are so smart already. We're only like seconds into the show. And I heard that they're going to be making a brand new Broadway production based on the dictionary. Yes. It's going to be called A Play on Words. Oh, yes. And you're about ready to get more tech smart because every single thing is now a tech thing. Now, to those who are joining us for the very first time, a warm welcome to you. We're so thrilled to have you on board. And to our loyal listeners, a huge welcome back. Oh, you look so smashing. I'm, of course, Kim Commando, America's Digital Goddess, here with you with the biggest show, the most trusted show. And you can find my award-winning show on over 420 top radio stations throughout the United States. And we're streaming in your favorite radio app. Just search for my last name, Commando, with a K. And you can find us as a podcast or webcast commercial-free over at commando.com. There on the homepage, just find that button that says Commando Community. And yes, I did say commercial free. And a big hello and salute goes out to all of our listeners on the American Forces Network Radio, reaching over 375,000 U.S. service members, serving in 175 countries and 200 ships at sea. And I know that you have at least a few digital dilemmas that I can lend a hand to. And that's why our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open. At one 825 5254 is the way to join us. And if you don't want to come on a big-time radio show and podcast because maybe you're just a little shy, I get that. You can drop me your questions over at commando.com. There's a big old button that says email Kim. All right, just for you, dear listener, I check out 35 different websites every single day to make sure that we're both up to date. And here are the top five things you need to know about tech right now. And we're going to start with a sickening but true story. The United States is the biggest consumer of child pornography. Okay. Let me just put it straight. Child porn is not just this blanket term for one of the most horrific forms of child abuse. The images, the videos of these truly vile acts are spread and shared. Once it's out there, there's no way to stop it. With AI, we are in big trouble because any image of any child online can be turned into child pornography. That's why 50 attorney generals are asking Congress in a letter to stop AI-generated sexual abuse images before the problem gets out of hand, which means it already is out of hand. Big-name AI art generators like Dolly and MidJourney, they don't allow this, but certain open-source software does. You may just have a picture of your kid up on social media. You may have old pictures of yourself, and suddenly these pictures of you are turned into kitty porn. It's just disgusting. It takes only seconds. So that's why we need to take action, and that's why I want you to contact your representatives. 
Let's move on to number two. I'm going to talk about life-threatening TikTok challenges. TikTok's not going to take these challenges down. And I want you to sit down and talk to your kids about it. The latest viral challenge is using an aerosol can or rubbing alcohol to create a ball of fire. Yes, that's what I said, an aerosol can or rubbing alcohol. They're going to create a ball of fire. Arizona mom Tiffany Roper woke up to what she says was a blood-curdling scream of her 12-year-old son on fire. She took him to the kitchen. She hosed him down as fast as she could. The boy's in the hospital with second and third degree burns all over his body. What caused the fire? He wanted to do the ball of fire challenge. I don't get it. Another one this past week, the one chip challenge. A 14-year-old boy died after eating an extremely spicy corn chip from the brand Packy. And on the back of the box, it says, keep out of the reach of children. The company's one chip challenge invites you to post videos eating chips made from two of the hottest peppers, the Carolina Reaper and the Scorpion. Okay, TikTok is not taking these videos down, folks. That's why you need to talk to your kids about them. Uh, Moving on to number three, can we please slap some common sense into our politicians? Come on. I mean, what are we doing here? If you want the internet... What's happening is our government is paying big bucks to get the Internet into rural areas. Like, for example, the Winnebago tribe in Nebraska. Right now, they don't have good Internet. To make it faster, the federal government plans to spend an average of $53,000 per household to get fiber optic cable, yes, I said cable, to each household. In Montana, we're putting down fiber optic cable once again, for some remote areas, it's going to cost $300,000 per connection. Wow. Okay. We as a country has, have given Elon Musk $15.3 billion to launch Starlink. Why aren't we using that everywhere? Come on, $300,000 per home. Jeez Louise. Uh, Moving on to number four, Mamma Mia, here we go again, talking about ABBA. They perform seven times a week to a sold-out crowd in London. The show has brought in over $150 million in sales in a little over a year, and the venue is at 99% capacity every single night. So, is it ABBA on stage? Nope. AI avatars in their 28-year-old selves. It's pretty spectacular. $50 million in a year and a half, 99% capacity, and it's just a bunch of avatars. Wow. Let me tell you, I recently was thinking about buying an ABBA toilet. What a loo. Yeah, okay. Waterloo. Okay, we're just going to move on to number five. Uh, Do you have a sex tape? Mm, You don't have to raise your hand or anything. I'm not here to judge you. But there's these nasty sextortion schemes that are spreading like wildfire online. It starts with an email claiming to be from a popular porn website. The subject, uploaded content, feedback required. And the email says that there's a video of you on the verge of being published in the next seven days. Of course, there's a way out. You have a convenient list of paid options to remove this video from all the sites in their adult network. And in how much? Anywhere from 200 bucks to over $1,500. And I know what happens when you get a phishing email like this. You think to yourself, hmm, sex tape? I've never made one of those, but that doesn't mean I don't have one. Okay, don't fall for it. Just hit the big old delete button.
Have you ever heard the term pig butchering scams? Okay, if you're not familiar with the term, it has nothing to do with pigs. The whole idea is that a scammer is going to just fatten up that victim, usually with promises of, I love you, I want to spend my entire life with you. And then they butcher that victim. That's where it comes in pig butchering. They just steal all your money after they take you to the butcher. It usually starts with a text message. Okay, when Zeke Fox, an author reporter for Bloomberg News, got a text from an attractive woman messaging the wrong number, he knew that he was on the other side of a pig butchering scam because, you know, Zeke's super smart. But instead of just ignoring it, he just wanted to see how far it would go. And it actually took him all the way to Cambodia where he actually uncovered, would you get of all things, a human trafficking operation. Now, he's sharing a story in a brand new book, Number Go Up. Oh, let me tell you, it's just a fascinating read. It's going to be released this week. Hey, Zeke, thank you so much for joining us. So take us back to that day when you got that first text message. So I've been investigating the crypto world for like more than a year. And I, like you said, I was aware of this idea of pig butchering scams but I hadn't looked into it that much. And I was out at a bar with a friend of mine when I got just like a random message saying like, oh, hey, David, did you pick up the milk on your way home or something like that? <laughs> um, and I, I decided to write back to see where it led. I started talking with this woman who called herself Vicky Ho. And she claimed, I'm in Brooklyn. She claimed that she was there too which was kind of an oh. odd choice because she kept sending me pictures that were clearly not from New York. But <laughs> uh, it, it, what was amazing was she you imagine that a scammer might try and scam you right away, but she really put in a lot of effort to like chit-chatting with me. Like I wanted her to scam me so I could see how it worked, but it took <laughs> days of like of like flirting and chatting before she would let me in on it. But she started talking about how she knew she had like an uncle who was really good at trading and, oh, she had a lot of money. Look at my car. Oh, I'm golfing today. And then she started talking about these really profitable crypto trades that she could make. And Wait a second. So how, how long did it take before she went from, hey, I'm in Brooklyn and uh, you're a great guy and this is what's going on? And, and are you replying to her as if this was totally like legit? Yeah, I mean, I didn't let on that I had any ulterior motives. And I was just sort of playing along and saying like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. Um, and telling she'd say like, how was your day? I would tell her what I was up to. Um, this went on for like four or five days. I was getting very impatient for her to scam me. And finally, <laughs> I had to tell her, you know, I was like, Vicky, I really I've got my eye on this Tesla. It costs $100,000. It's got these crazy doors that go you know, gold wing doors. I just wish I could get $100,000 somehow. And then finally, she was like, okay, I've got the way for you. Download this app. Um, and this is what you have to, um, I mean, the whole thing seems too good to be true. But what's amazing is that, like, people really fall for it. People sure. download the apps that these people, that uh, they think they're in these relationships. They'll download these apps and they'll start sending in lots and lots of money. Um, hundreds so of thousands, the apps, even like millions of dollars. So what was the what was the app that she talked about? What was it supposed to do? Were you supposed to just like just like put in some money and then overnight you'd be a crypto billionaire? 
So she said this was just like a normal crypto trading app, like Coinbase or Crypto.com. And I think the reason this whole thing is plausible is because just like the world of crypto is so confusing. It's like Dogecoin, like Ethereum, Bitcoin, like blockchain. Nobody really understands it. So she's telling me things like, yeah. yeah, she's like, download ZBXS and I'll teach you the secrets of like short term node trading you can get 30% overnight. And like, Ooh. look, I, that sounds pretty good. Um, but <laughs> the the trick is that she had me download this no-name app. And then she mm-hmm. said to get go on a real crypto app, like a regular one, like Coinbase or whatever I wanted. Crypto. Buy right. some of this. Yeah, buy some of this stable coin called Tether, which is like a normal cryptocurrency you can buy anywhere. And send it over to your account at the at the new app. It was kind of confusing, but she walked me through the whole thing. She was sending me screenshots. Um, and I kind of well, wanted Vicky was to... really super helpful. Oh, yeah. I mean, she was very friendly. She even, uh, you know, if I didn't write back to her quickly, she'd send me, but she'd be like, oh, did something happen? Are you okay? How are your kids? Um, she, uh, and if, yeah, eventually if I didn't, reply to her quickly enough she'd uh she even sent like a voice memo where um (laughs) somebody she said oh hey zeke like why haven't i heard from you um (laughs) so yeah but um eventually i after i'd sent in about a hundred dollars i realized that like this had gone far enough and i said you know vicky i'm an investigative reporter I really was just doing this so I could see how it worked. Um, would you be willing to talk with me? And she just uh, totally disappeared at that point. I never, she said, it's not what you think. And I never heard from her again. Wow. Okay. But so, so the whole idea though, is that you have this fake crypto app and you're taking real crypto out of a real account and then transferring it to a fake app where they have control over all the money. So basically, you just, when you did that, you gave her or the outfit $100 worth of tether to just go ahead and for them to cash out or, or just to keep. Right. Like, they make it look like on your their special app that you have money in your account, and they'll even show you profits in that app. And they might even let you make a withdrawal. But in reality, once you've sent your crypto to their app, they control it and they're just sizing up how much they can get from you before they run away with it. I mean, a hundred bucks isn't interesting to them. They're hoping I'm going to send them, you know, a hundred thousand dollars. Wow, Zeke, this is just an unbelievable story. I mean, and I hate to do this right now because I just want to keep talking to you, but we have to pay a few bills around here for things like, I don't know, the studios, the internet, salaries, gas in my car, my manicure, <laughs> you get the drift. So we, we're going to play a few commercials afterwards. I want you to take us to Cambodia, what you uncovered there that all started with just a simple text messages. And let me tell you, friends, you do not want to miss the rest of the story. Just trust me on this. Now, if you're just joining us, let me tell you, you have missed the first part of a really great conversation. We're talking to Zeke Fox. He's an author and investigative reporter with Bloomberg News who got a wrong person text messages. We've all gotten that. But he thought to himself, 
hmm, I wonder who's really behind this? And some person by the name of Vicky said, oh, you're from Brooklyn? I'm from Brooklyn too. Well, it's called a pig butchering scam. I know, I know, pig butchering scams. The whole idea is that the scammers fatten up their victims with false promises. Yes, you become a pig. And then maybe they, they say, oh, we love you. You're going to make a whole bunch of money. But then after that, yes, the scammer takes you to the butcher where they steal your money. So that's where the whole pig butchering scam has kind of put together that term. So, Zeke, let's dive right back into it. The scam takes you to places around the world, right? How did you determine that Vicky was also a victim? So I don't know for sure, but I had a Vietnamese hacker look inside this app that uh, Vicky had had me download. And he said that he had traced uh, some of the IP addresses used to Cambodia. And when I started looking into it, I found that this is like a huge problem in Cambodia. There's giant office towers full of people working around the clock, sending these scam messages. And worst of all, a lot of them have been tricked into coming there from other countries in Southeast Asia. And they're threatened with, they're beaten. They get electrocuted. Some people are even oh killed. Uh, there's just like, it's, it sounds like a, some sort of like QAnon conspiracy theory, but there literally are like these giant office parks filled with crypto slaves who are forced to scam Americans or people in other better off countries. And yeah, I mean, when I started looking into the, into crypto, like I thought it was kind of like a silly thing where like, you know, Dogecoin, like, oh, we can all buy some and we'll make some money and it's fun. And like, I never could have guessed that two years into the investigation, I'd be looking into like human trafficking. Um, But once I learned about that, I had to go check it out for myself. Yeah. I was just going to ask you that. So you went to Cambodia and you saw all this firsthand? Yeah. So I teamed up with two Cambodian reporters, uh, Mek Dura and Danielle Keaton Olson, who had been exposing this scam slavery problem. And we went to Sihanoukville, which is in southwestern Cambodia. It's the city that was totally transformed by Chinese investment over the last few years. And there had been this huge boom in casino construction. Then there was a change in the laws around gambling. And then COVID hit, there was less tourism. They were left with this glut of casinos and gangsters mainly from China moved in and took over these compounds and turned them into headquarters for scams where these workers would be trafficked. And I spoke with people who escaped from these compounds. They explained to me how it worked, told me about the places where they'd been held. But yeah, I just, it was something that is so horrible. Uh, I couldn't believe that 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 it really happened. And so I, I wanted to go see it for myself. And I went over to this place called Chinatown in Sihanoukville. And it's just this very bleak office park with like dozens of towers each could have held thousands of workers they have some of the buildings have balconies but the balconies have been turned had bars welded on them to like turn them into cages so people can't escape gosh it was yeah it was horrible to to see so i guess my question is the cambodian government are i mean they must be fully aware that this is going on so it's become like an international incident and danielle and dara the two reporters i was working with like if they were in the u.s they'd be heroes you know they'd get journalism prizes but in cambodia the government is authoritarian they were embarrassed by this by the attention paid to these scam compounds and the president actually ordered that their newspaper be closed so 
Cambodia likes to say that they've cracked down on this issue, but I went and saw many compounds that seem to be f- still full of workers. Um, and there have been lots of reports that link the people that run the compounds to high-ranking officials in Cambodia. But the problem's even spreading to Myanmar, other neighboring countries. Uh, truly amazing that so much money could come from like these little scam text messages. I, one crypto guy I spoke to estimated that it was as much as $10 billion. Really? I was just, I mean, that's crazy, that amount of money. Going back to somebody who escaped, how difficult was it for the folks that you talked to? So the people that got out, what one guy in particular I spoke to quite a bit, his name was Twee, and he was from Ho Chi Minh City in Vietnam, which is borders Cambodia. He had to steal a cell phone and he used it to contact a famous YouTuber in Vietnam who had been started rescuing people from these compounds and turning it into like viral videos. The YouTuber paid like a $5,000 ransom to get Twee out. That's like the only way that people are able to leave as far as I can tell was uh, paying ransom to the gangsters that ran these compounds. You know, when I read about your book and your story, it was one of these things I was like, Sitting in this chair and doing this for all these years and this number of scams that I've heard about, it was incomprehensible to me that a government would allow this to happen to its own people. And then also the United States in some way is letting it happen because they're scamming so many of our primarily our older adults, uh, I would see, who would probably fall for these pig butchering scams more than maybe younger folks. Um, and uh, And it's really brave of you to really put this together. And just to think that it all started with just a text message from Vicky, right? Saying that, oh, are you David? And you're like, nope, not David, but I'm Zeke and I want to know more, right? Yeah. And no, it was really one of the craziest things that's happened in my career. And I also want to say that a lot of this money eventually passes through crypto exchanges, the well-known ones like Binance or formerly FTX, the one ran by Sam Bankman Freed. And if you read my book, you'll see like towards the end of it, I actually go to the Bahamas. I'm with Sam Bankman Freed. I get to ask him just before he got arrested. He's like the FTX famously collapsed. And I, I ask him like, you know, some of this pig butchering money is passing through your exchange. Have you ever like done anything? Thing to stop this mm-hmm. and you're just like oh yeah that like sounds really bad um but yeah just time and again i found that not just with pig butchering but in all aspects of crypto that was having crazy impacts like all around the world and the people sure. who came up with these coins and got like really rich off them had not spent much time thinking about how it might affect people in the real world exactly and that's the problem and so you know so the title of your book is number go up and it's zeke Spell your last name because it's not Fox, F-O-X, like people might think. Yeah, F-A-U-X. So you might think it's faux, but it's Fox. And of course, the book is available everywhere. It's called Number Go Up. Hey, Zeke, thanks for sharing your story with us. And the next time you want to investigate something, let us know because you're always welcome back. Wow, what a story. All right, let's talk about hackers and the dark web. Okay, they make a ton of money by selling your private information on these underground forums. And it's possible that your passwords are being sold on the dark web right now. The dark web is full of these non-indexed websites. In other words, your standard search sites, they're not going to find them. You have to use, well, something like the Tor browser and some other steps in order to get to the dark web. But let's start with some ways that you can kind of get control of your passwords. Of course, you know, a password manager. 
It has it's a database for keeping all your important accounts, and it helps you create strong, original, hard to guess passwords for all of your accounts. There's just one problem is that when you create a new password for your account, it's hard to remember them. But these password managers, they kind of take over all that headaches. But here's the deal. It's a big warning. If you're using LastPass, in November of last year, they disclosed a breach in which hackers stole these passwords vaults containing both encrypted and plain text data for more than 25 million customers. Turns out that the crooks have succeeded in cracking open these vaults and Uh, They targeted more than 150 folks, and they've robbed about $35 million worth of crypto. So word to the wise, if you're using LastPass, don't get a new one. We use RoboForm here. And using any password manager, do not put your crypto password in there. Please, please, please do not. Now, if you want to see if your passwords are being sold, I want you to check out Cyber News Checker. It's the most extensive data leak checker that's out there. And it's really simple to use. You just go ahead and type in some of your intel, and then it'll tell you whether or not uh, any breaches are associated with your email address. We've got links to those over at commando.com. Just head to K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com. We're there. There's a big old button on the homepage that says, Show Picks. That's where you go. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. All righty, let's see who's up next. Uh, Tammy in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Hi, Tammy. Um, my daughter lives in Jacksonville, and uh, she has a one-year-old. She's been having to go all the way on the other side of town with babies. She's already been uh, involved in two hit-and-runs, and finally somebody rear-ended her big time and uh, oh. a lot of discs and stuff out of whack. And uh, totaled her car. To make a long story short, she's starting to look at in-home work. She's been with cardiologist uh, managers and all this for years. Mm-hmm. She's 35 now. And it's just really dangerous, her traveling with that baby, uh, uh, 30, 40 minutes with gas and everything else. And, um, sure. Well, let, let's, let's talk about maybe some ideas for her. Okay, Mm -hmm. in some ways that will give both of you guys peace of mind, because it's got to be, you know, really horrible for her to get back on that highway with the baby and in the back, even in the center. And then knowing that these accidents has happened, it's it's, you know, it's it's very frightening. So because she Mm -hmm. has a medical background, there are some things that she could probably find online, like. Uh, telehealth opportunities. We all know since the pandemic and we were all sitting at home on our couches, you know, watching Netflix, nightmare, uh, is that there are now remote consultation services and she could be an admin, manager, even patient liaison roles uh, on any of these Mm -hmm. telehealth platforms. Uh, Health insurance firms also have people who still work at home and they handle claims, customer service, uh, medical Mm -hmm. transcription and coding. Because she's familiar with medical terminology, uh, she may be good at transcription or uh, maybe some procedures for billing. 
She could yeah. also look at maybe some e-health startups. There's tons of that, especially because of AI. There's a website called AngelList, and AngelList will go ahead and uh, list some jobs as well as some companies who are just getting some funding. And then there's also the remote job boards, uh, like Flex Jobs, Remote Co., and also Upwork and Freelancer. So what you can do is, is if you want to point her in a direction for all of these, is that she can go on mm -hmm. the job sites like LinkedIn.com or Indeed.com or ZipRecruiter and then type in remote healthcare position and see what pops mm -hmm. up. Now, I'm going to give you a couple of warnings is that if anybody asks her to pay for an application or whatever it may be, that's not legit, okay? Uh, yeah. And, and she is going to have to interview for these jobs, just like she would have to interview for a real in-person position. But the mm -hmm. benefit is, is that the pay is going to be there. She's going to save money on gas. She's not going to have this headache and, you know, put her life at risk and along with the baby. And then you'll also be able to sleep soundly because you know that she's going to be at the house, right? Uh, right. And then when she finds a position... Yeah, tell her to look on the company's website, mm -hmm. the official company website, uh, and mm -hmm. see if that same career is listed. And and if it is, then we know that it's a legit opportunity because every website has, like ours is commando.com slash careers, and everybody has a careers section on a website if it's legit. And so just make sure that that company's legit. And uh, she can always just look at BBB.org. She can d just type in the name of the company, review, whatever it may be. But there's tons of opportunities there, seriously. Uh, and it's just pointing her in the, in the right direction. And you're a great mom, Tammy, for reaching out, really. Um, now, if, if your daughter, you explain all this to your daughter, and, you know, we can send you this phone call too, Tammy. So you can play this call for your daughter, and she can go ahead and listen to it at her leisure is that if she has any questions whatsoever, you know, I'd love to speak to her directly anytime if I can lend a hand. Again, we're talking about telehealth, uh, health insurance firms, medical transcription, coding, virtual office management, uh, these e-health startups, and also all the remote job boards. And, and if she does land a gig, Tammy, let me know. Call me back. I always like to hear some positive news from speaking and helping out all of, all of our great callers like you. Okay, real quick, if you are not looking for a medical job, what else can you do? Uh, you can be a graphic designer. Maybe you are into content marketing or social media management. You could be a technical writer or copywriter and editor. Customer support rep jobs, those are really big. That's where rem remote agents can help folks via chat, email, and phone. Uh, speaking of virtual assistants, you could be an online tutor. You could be a teacher. Uh, you could be an e-commerce specialist. You could be a data analyst. You could be a scientist. You could be an accountant. You could be a project manager. Everything that you can think of that you can do is available for a remote position. But I always want you guys and gals to be super smart. And as I mentioned, if somebody asks you to pay for a job, mm, you just want to go ahead and run away from that one. Hey, if you have an Asus router, you need to update it. Yeah, the company announced that there are major security flaws that lets anyone with the right know-how to easily break into three specific models. But I'm just going to say, if you have an Asus, just make sure that you go ahead and get into your router admin panel 
and then make sure that you look for any firmware updates and apply them. Now, some routers would do this automatically. Okay. If your luck is like mine, you don't have that router. So what I want you to do is to make a note in your calendar, say every three months, just go ahead and check to see if there are any firmware updates for your router. If you're not sure how to do any of that, we've got the steps free for the taking over at commando.com, which a K, of course, I know. Router's not the most exciting topic, I get that, but it's really important security tips. Hey, tell three friends about the show, because after all, knowledge is power. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 